Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, I text you guys in our thread. I mean, I, you know, we don't. We'd have to go back in the annals of history to find a better divisional matchup than this matchup. I mean, what a matchup! We'd have to go it's deep annals, in the rectum, but, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, but we're deep that's in the okay. rectum gonna... of NFL uh, films and just reach out something. Um, but I, I, I digress. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch this football game. <laughs> On black, fast stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. No, we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and the only gambling show that makes you money. And listen... I know we got a lot of new listeners out there, a lot of people just listening to this podcast, and a lot of faithful ones that are returning. This right here is why you listen to the West Coast Gamblers. We ended the Super Bowl 13-5 and with our Super Bowl bets. Last week, Drew Schaefer, the Sharp Crookston, went 5-1 and wildcard weekend. Myself went 4-1 and wildcard weekend. You know why? Because we're done betting on the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans of the world. And now we're done betting on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers of the world. Nay, nay. It is time for the best weekend in the NFL. It is time for the divisional round. Eight teams remain. The Elite Eight are fighting to see who makes the conference championship. And the three of us right here are going to break down each and every one of those games and give you bets that you can take home to make money and head into the weekend with. I am pumped. I am pumped for this weekend of sports, boys. How are you feeling heading into it? Well, guys, I think we. some people had good weekends last week betting. Some did not. Dangles. Um, Thanks, but he's getting, I will. <laughs> he's getting successful, and now and now he's getting cocky. He forgets that listen, I was the best but, better but, on the show but, during but listen, the regular but no, season. No, that, hey, that's that, that's not the that's not the point I was I was trying to make, my friend. The point I was trying to make was we talked about it on yesterday's show. The viewing experience may have been a little subpar. Guys, we have four games this weekend: two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Holy Christmas! These matchups on paper look. Like fire and fuego. Caliente. Hot. Tell the wives there's no chores getting done this weekend. You're not seeing your parents. You're not going to grandma's house. You are watching football all weekend long. Dangles, I know your Patriots are out of it, but we put them to bed on the last show. You have to be excited for the four games that are on the slate this weekend. How can you not be? I mean, there's just some great matchups. You love it. I mean, you hate it as a handicapper, as a better, but you love it from a football fan's perspective when you go into the week and just go... Man, there's really good arguments for each one of the eight possible outcomes you could yep. have as far as as far as betting this week. There's good arguments to be made on each side, which makes it challenging for us because we have to go out there and be successful. But from a football fan's perspective, you just gotta love it because it means good football twice daily, 
all weekend long. It's it's the best weekend of football all year long, really. Better than, honestly, better than the Super Bowl, better than, I don't know, maybe Pro Bowl weekend is a little bit better. But other than Pro Bowl weekend, maybe. It's, divisional, it's divisional weekend for sure. <laughs> this is it, man. This is this is this is what makes legends right here. When boys turn into men, we have Joe Burrow competing in his first divisional round after winning his first playoff game. We have Matt Stafford competing in his first divisional round after winning his first playoff game. We have legends of the game like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady taking the field. We have the our era's version of Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady and Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes. I cannot wait to see what is coming up on this weekend and for this show. Each of the hosts here, we're going to break down the four games. Each of the hosts here are going to give out two sides, a total, and a player prop that you can take. We're going to end the show with a Moneyline Parlay, and then these two are going to go at each other's throats for the teaser section, the teaser challenge of the week. But let's not talk about it anymore. Let's just get right into it, Dangles. I want to start early. A very interesting game to start us Saturday morning. What is the first game of the divisional round of the NFL playoffs? We are in Nashville, the home of the Titans. Nissan Stadium will be the site, and we will see Joe Burrow, Joey Dots, Joey Darts, and that Cincinnati Bengals offense coming to town to take on the Titans. Derrick Henry is expected to play in this game. We don't know how much yet, but he's expected to be involved in that offense. The spread right now, three and a half points in favor of the Titans. The total, 47 points in this game, and a great stat that I saw uh, that I think um, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus retweeted um, that I think is interesting going into this game. Mike Vrabel with eight plus days between games in his career as a head coach. He's eight and zero against the spread with almost thirty points per game, and his opponent scoring just under eleven points a game and almost nineteen point differential. Vrabel can play when he's got time to put the game plan together. This one's going to be a lot of fun, but let's not forget about and count out the Cincinnati Bengals, who we know can put a bunch of points up on the board. We've seen Joey Burrow blow up. They We know they've got tools on that offense. Got some injury concerns coming into this game, so yes, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But three and a half points in favor of the Titans, 47 points is the total, boys. Now, you said Derrick Henry is coming back. It is uncertain how much he will play in this game coming off Correct. of that injury. But even since that injury, Tennessee has been able to run the ball. In fact, three yes. of their top five rushing days have come when Derrick Henry was not on the field. But they're going up against a Cincinnati team that I this surprised me when I looked it up. They were fifth in the NFL in rushing yards against only 102.1 yards per game. Josh Jacobs, on the other hand, and the Las Vegas Raiders were able to produce on the ground when they ran the ball. They didn't run the ball much against Cincinnati. And as you said, injury concerns along that Cincinnati D-line. It's going to be interesting to see who shows up and how they show up. But who's dealt with injuries better than the Tennessee Titans? I think it was over 80 Nobody. players dressed in a game for them this year, an NFL record. They know how to roll with the punches, and I love that stat about coming off the bye. Shape for the Sharp, you have loved Joey Burrow all season long. He has impressed you so much. You're probably going to rank him in your top five at the end of the season, West Coast Gamblers QB rankings. What's your insight on this game? Guys, you know, it's been well documented. I have faded the Titans continually this yes, year. Yes, we all have. And I and and I do have a foam finger with Joey Burrow plays quarterback number one. So that might lead you to believe sharp. You gotta be all over the Bengals getting this hook, right? Well, listen, boys, divisional round. We're gonna start out with a, a boom boom. A, a, you eat a meal and then you eat another meal. It's called a boom boom. That's two bets in this game for sharp. Wow. I'm coming out hot, baby. My first bet of the weekend. I'm absolutely one hundred percent. 
Sorry, big Harry Mary Mary man guy. I'm taking the Titans <laughs> minus three and a half. Dangles Dangles had a prelude to this. Mike Vrabel, when he has time to prepare for opponent, has been short of spect. He's undefeated, literally. Yeah, undefeated. And you have to get the sense: Are the Titans the most disrespected one seed in the history oh, of mankind? One hundred percent. They have to be people like me, Tony's good friend Steve Fezzik. Everyone, Hitman, <laughs> everyone is just bitching about this Titans team. They're not good. They're not good. They're not good. And guess what? By the metrics, they're absolutely correct. The metrics don't pan out. But we, let's remember here, this is the finally the healthiest Titans team since September. Yep. This team's been battling injuries since September, and somehow they're still here as the number one seed in the AFC. So when I see the three and a half, usually, you know, you never want to take a three and a half early in the week because who cares if it gets to four? That's kind of my thinking. But to me, this is a little overreaction from the Bengals' win. Now, the Bengals got the win, and we both we all agreed on this podcast that whistle, that interview whistle, meant nothing to the, uh, the outcome of the game. Correct. But the second half, the Bengals didn't look that great against no. a really depleted, uh, against a very depleted Raiders team. The Titans were updated in the last two years. Two years ago, they made a deep run in the AFC Championship. Last year, they got bounced early, but that's playoff experience. That's win equity. They have the experience. Joey Burrow, an amazing year. Jamar Chase, rookie of the year, unfortunately for us guys. Uh, Mixon, great year. T. Higgins, decent defense. Zach Taylor. But this, I'm taking this as strictly you get a better coach, you get a better team, you get home field advantage. I'll lay the hook. Give me the Titans minus three and a half to host the AFC Championship game. And here comes the second part of the boom boom. This is really going to impress Mr. Squares himself. My player prop for the weekend. Our boy. On our team, the West Coast Gamblers Invitational, Julio Jones, Mr. JJ. I'm going over his receiving <laughs> yards at 42 and a half, and this is not a homer pick, guys. Once again, everyone made a bunch of about Julio's demise this year and always washed up, and they were paid him. Guys, he hasn't been healthy. Yeah. This is finally the healthiest he's been since September. And again, great stat courtesy of our friend the Hitman. His number set right now at 42 and a half. When Julio Jones plays over 50% of the snaps, which he is expected to play over 50% of the snaps on Saturday, he's hit this number four out of six times this year. I think Tannehill looks for him often and early. A nice little Robin to A.J. Brown's Batman. I love this number. I think he's going to eat, get us some points in the WCG Invitational. Give me Julio Jones over 42 and a half receiving yards. Now, Dangles, I, I almost took Tennessee minus three and a half as one of my sides as well. The reason I didn't is because I really wanted it to be Tennessee minus two and a half. If that was the case, I'd be taking it. No problem. I don't know why that extra point scares me. I do believe Tennessee comes out and wins this game. I'm done shitting on the Titans, at least for this week. But do you have any bets on this game this week? I'm with Drew, actually. I have one of my Woo! sides. I got uh, Tennessee three and a half. I know that doesn't help our standings any, um, but I just I think it's really hard to fade this team in this situation. The Bengals Bengals played good, not great last week, as you mentioned, especially Drew, especially in that in that second half. You know, everybody's going to talk about the win, and again, everybody's going to talk about you know Joey Burrow, and and everybody's really hot on him. But I think I think you're if you're going to bet with them, you're you're kind of paying the price for that win last week. They're a little bit. I think I think the Tennessee Titans are just a better team than the Bengals. They're built to win the playoffs. They have the best resume 
of, of pretty much any team in the playoffs right now. You look at the teams that the Tennessee Titans have actually beat. Oh. The Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, the 49ers. They've beaten real playoff teams, yeah. like big boys, good teams that are actually competing here. They are, and, and they are constantly undervalued and underrated. I'm going with Mike Vrabel. I'm going with the Titans. I love them at three and a half here. I'm, I'm willing to jump on board with that. Um, and, and who, you know, again, regardless of what happens with Derrick Henry, as we talked about, they've run the ball well without him. Deontay Foreman's been solid. They don't need him. The Bengals are going to have to make Ryan Tannehill win the game with his arm if they want to win this game. And I just, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I think that pass rush is going to get after, uh, uh, Joe Burrow with, with, uh, Danico Autry and, um, Oh, what's the name? tickle Jacob monsters? Simmons. Yes, the tickle that's monsters, right. as Austin Huff put it. Dangles, that's a great point, and thank you for reminding me because I, I did not, I did not uh, communicate that in my handicap. The strength of schedule of these teams are drastic. Yep. And our friend Steve Fezzik last week said in wild card round, when a strength of schedule outweighs one significantly, the team with the harder strength of schedule covers sixty six percent of the time. Now, the Raiders had that situation with the Bengals. Now we know the Raiders didn't cover. But we also know it was a coin flip game. They cover probably 50% of the time. So great point by you, Dangles. The t- Titans are way more weathered, way more experienced, played a tougher schedule. And I'm with you. I think at this point, Derrick Henry is simply house money. I'm not really expecting him to do much of anything. If he contributes, great. But my point is in this handicap, I think you can save the same for you, Dangles. I'm not counting on Derrick Henry to go off for, for, for them to cover three no, and a half. I no, think they, no, they're fully capable not... of doing this without him contributing in a major way. All right, and that's it for the first game on Saturday. Both of the boys there are Tennessee minus three and a half takers, and Drew also has for his player prop of the weekend, Julio Jones over receiving yards 42 and a half, courtesy of the Hitman. So apologies to Chris Dell. Apologies to listener Bob Lentini. Apologies to big scary man guy. Your Bengals are not getting selected by the West Coast Gamblers in the first game on Divisional Weekend. But Dangles... We move forward. What is the nightcap on Saturday? Well, Tony Squares, you know, this season has been, you know, a theme for for you and for your Green Bay Packers. Yes, it has. This last dance. And, you know, they had to get through the regular season to get there. And I think most people figured they would. And. And now we're at the fir- that final year. It's senior year, and we are in dance season. You've got the semi-formal left. You've got the spring fling left if you can survive semi-formal. And then there's prom. <laughs> and then there's prom night. But you got to get past the semi-formal first. It's winter time. Let's do this thing. The San Francisco 49ers are headed to Lambeau to take on the Packers. The Packers are six-point favorites at home here in what's expected to be a chilly game. 47 points is the total in this game, just like it was in the previous game. Man, um, you know, the Packers are, I feel like I feel like you could make an argument that the Packers are a touchdown better than almost anybody on a on a on a neutral field but this there's something about this Niners team I mean we talked about them with with Aaron Pont on our show earlier this week they just they won't die they won't go away they're a team that can out scheme you and can, that can out coach you and that can run the ball down your throat it's going to be a challenge for the Packers defense which is <clears throat> excuse me not great against the run statistically anyway Tony Squares how are you feeling about this going into this game you got to be a little bit nervous we talked about the playoff history but even beyond on that, you know, this is a week-to-week league as we talk about all the time. Just on a p- matchup on paper, you know, for this game with what we know about these teams, I, you can't be sit- feeling like you're sitting pretty as a Packers fan. Dangles, uh, as a Packers fan, this is the last team I wanted to play because since I was a, a wee pup, 
the San Fran 49ers have defeated my Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. I remember watching the Terrell Owens, the catch two against my Packers team to defeat Brett Favre in the playoffs. I remember watching Colin Kaepernick run all over the place and Micah Hyde dropping an interception thrown into his gut to seal the game as Colin Kaepernick beat us in the playoffs. I remember watching Raheem Mostert run through my defense like a sieve before I left that NFC Championship game to Drew's uh, uh, phone camera's fame i remember all those games and i never want to see it happen again and yet i see the 49ers on the schedule once more but let me hearken back to this last dance motif that this green bay packers team has been going on because if you look at the sixth and final championship run of the michael jordan era bulls before they got to the nba finals they had to play those upstart tough to beat want to get a championship indiana pacers with reggie miller and rick smiths chris mullen and antonio davis they had to play that tough team and it took a seven games to get through it. This is going to be a rock fight, folks. It's going to be 12 degrees in Chile, a chance of snow at Lambeau, and that's the last thing you want to see when a tough-hitting San Fran 49ers team comes into town. I will say this, Dangles. If you are not a fan of the Green Bay Packers, don't let us get through this week. Don't you dare let us get through this week because this, to me, the winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl, whether it be Green Bay or the 49ers. This right here is the NFC Championship, the de facto NFC Championship. Now, I am going to make a bet on this game, but before I do, I want to see what you two have to say about an amazing Saturday night ending. Well, boys, um, it is Saturday night fever in Lambeau. Uh, Come 8.15 Eastern time, 5.15 to you left coasters, west coasters out there in beautiful sunny California. And uh, here's all I got to say about this game. This is a really complex handicap. Yep. Um, I'm going to get close to the mic and whisper, <clears throat> this is way too many points. <laughs> it's way too many points. My second yeah. side bet, it has to be Tony Squares. I'm sorry. It's San Francisco plus six. If there's ever a time that you might be able to get that middleman, it might be. 49ers plus six, Packers in a tease. I don't know. That's never recommended. <laughs> Hedging is for gardeners. But I will say this. I will say this. San Francisco plus six is an egregious line. This line should not be more than four and a half at the max, especially as, as a Packers fan, Tony Squares has said, this is the last matchup the Packers wanted to see. Yeah. And, and all history aside, you know, history is important in the playoffs for sure. We can certainly look back on you know matchups and how certain position players a guy like rogers uh, a guy like garoppolo have done in these spots but it's just not a conducive matchup and if you go back to that first game like we talked about yeah the packers won on a last second field goal yeah they're underdogs but the 49ers did not even play close their best game and did not have the rushing attack they have now so i really think as well as we'll talk about the bills and the chiefs in a little bit i think this just has all the makings of a classic classic football game um the Packers could very well cover this spread win by touchdown but bottom line here for the sharp this game to me screams 
middle of the fourth quarter. It's anybody's game. I got to take plus six. Mm. It's not that complex. Give me San Francisco plus six. Dangles, how are you feeling about this matchup of NFC Titans? Well, you know, like I said, I think you could make the argument that the Packers are better than pretty much any team by a touchdown on a neutral on a neutral field. But I'm not going to try and make that case. And I, again, I did say on a neutral field, but I'm not going to be the person to try and make that case. Um, I don't know what happens in this game as far as the sides go. So I'm not going to touch it from the sides perspective. Um, and I'm not going to touch the total here because I, I can see this absolutely being a shootout. I kind of lean under in this. I, f- I could totally see this game being like a, another 23-17, the same score of the, the Niners-Cowboys game there. That that strikes me as, you know, wh- which way it goes, though. There's your question, but that's six points right there. Instead, I'm going to go with a player prop in this game. And we talked a little bit about this person earlier uh, uh, on our show earlier this week. Where the hell has George Kittle been? I mean, from an <laughs> offensive perspective. Now, now, uh, you might say, well, Dangles, he's been blocking, and he's the best blocking tight end in the NFL, and that's what he should be doing. And that's a great point, and you're absolutely right. But I, it's hard to also ignore this guy's upside as a receiver, right? He's incredible when you can get him out in space. He's so fast. He's a matchup buster. You know what I mean? Like, he get, you can run him against anyone, a linebacker and a, or a corner, and he'll give you a good matchup. I think they got to get him involved in the offense somehow if they're going to score. They can't just run the ball all game. And even with a, a, a Jimmy G, you know what I mean? They're going to they're not going to be looking to if they're going to get a big chunk play, it's going to be with Debo Samuel. I think otherwise they're going to look at short passes, attack the middle of the field and try and work the ball down the field and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field like we talked about earlier this week. I'm going for George Kittle for an anytime touchdown here. And I'll harken back to week 15. Guys, week 15, the Chargers played the Chiefs at SoFi. It was a great game, went to overtime. Now, going into that game, Travis Kelsey hadn't caught a touchdown pass in four games. I correctly predicted in that game he'd go off, and boy, did he for 10 catches and 192 yards, two touchdowns, including the game winner. Uh, I was right then, uh, and I. by the way, this wasn't an easy bet. I, this wasn't a, oh, I cashed it in the first half, and it was great, and I wrote out the rest of the day. No, no, I sweated this until about a minute and 16 left in the fourth quarter before I went and cashed this. I'm 9-0 this year betting games on the Packers, 7-3 and betting games on the Niners. I feel like I have a handle on these teams. I feel like I have a handle for when big, good tight ends are going to get back involved. So give me a Kittle anytime touchdown, plus 175. Packers fourth worst in the league in defense DVOA versus covering tight ends. Dangles, uh, you beat me to the punch, man. I was so ready to give you props on being the only person with an undefeated record left in the playoffs, nine and zero when betting games against the pa- or for the Packers. Uh, I will say you did the math wrong. You seven and four on the Niners, thanks to your loss last week in the playoffs. But that's okay. Ah. We won't talk about that <laughs> last week. We're moving forward to this. Still week. a winner. Shave for the sharp. You are taking San Fran plus six on the game. I am also taking San Fran as one of my lines, as one of my bets for this weekend. But I digress. In the first quarter, Green Bay scores an average of 3.0 points per game, good for 25th in the league. They let up 4.9 points per game, the 23rd worst in the league. In the first quarter, San Fran scores 5 points per game, good for 10th in the league. They let up the league 12th best 3.7 points per game. I see Green Bay coming out of this bye week the same way they came out of their last bye week, the same way they came out to start the season, a little bit slow. I like San Fran to come out with a lead in the first quarter. Hopefully they hold it in the first quarter. I'd like San Fran to score first. I am taking, because we have to take a side here, San Fran plus one and a half in the first quarter before Aaron Rodgers and the Packers wake up and get to work. And boys, let me say it once more. Don't let us get out of this week. 
Don't you dare let us get out of this week. But that is it for the Saturday oh. divisional Dangles round. Dangles, real quick. Do you notice how he said every, everyone against the world that the number one seed in the NFC, they're six-point favorites, but somehow he still <laughs> makes it. Like, they, they, their back's against the wall. I mean, the Patriots got Don't away with us, it Dangles. for... Don't let us win. We're minus six at home. Don't let us. We might be good. Thanks, Tony. Don't let us get out. Hey, man, listen. I, you know, you could pay me any amount of money. I, I could mean, sell sand the to it. Only, the I don't only know what that issue, phrase is. The only issue I have with that. The only issue I have with that is that pesky NFC championship vendor? game that Aaron Rodgers just can't seem to figure out. Once he proves that he can get get past that, and it's not just a fluke, then we can talk. Can't wait. Can't wait. But that's it for Saturday. Before we get to Sunday, we have a word from our wonderful sponsors. Here comes DraftKings. West Coast Gamblers. Drew, as you know, we're on at the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, they're celebrating with huge odds boosts for new customers. Tony Squares, counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Wait, that means if I bet $5, I get 280 in free bets if my team wins? That's correct, sir. Good math. Unbelievable. Listen, if DraftKings isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round because everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at million of dollars <laughs> singular <laughs> in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code WCG and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code WCG for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. There's a minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's WCG for DraftKings Sportsbook. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. Thank you very much, DraftKings. It is now time for the Sunday rounds, the Sunday slate of the NFL Divisional Round. Two games to be had. Again, at the start of the show, I said each of the hosts here is going to give out two sides, a total, and a teaser. So far, Drew's done with his sides. He has Tennessee minus 3.5, San Fran plus 6. He also took Julio Jones over 42.5 receiving yards. Dangles also took Tennessee minus three and a half and added a George Kittle anytime touchdown for plus 175. I have only given out one of my bets so far, San Fran plus one and a half in the first quarter. More bets to be had in these next two games, including what might be the game of the year to end this whole week. But before we get there, Dangles, what is starting us off in the early slate on Sunday afternoon? Well, we've got the Los Angeles Rams fresh off of a Monday night, first ever in playoff history, Monday night wild card win over the lowly Arizona Cardinals. Uh, The spread in this game, uh, by the way, they're headed to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. I should mention their opponent is three points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, total 48 and a half points. Uh, Buccaneers coming off a game that they they basically just sort of like sailed on through with the Philadelphia Eagles, who just were completely outclassed. And 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 so were the Arizona Cardinals playing the Los Angeles Rams uh, coming into this game, which is you know something I'm thinking about kind of going into this is, you know, are the Rams, you know, three-point favorites? We, we know about the Tampa Bay injury issues, and there are even more of those going into this game. We don't know if Tristan Wirfs is going to play in and that leaves a huge hole on one side of the offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We know about the receiver issues 
that the Bucks have had uh, going on. They're they're kind of limping into this game from an injury perspective. Um, but we know the Rams also have some issues pulling it together sometimes. And and can Matthew Stafford, you know, be effective in a playoff game? I, you know that that's really the question here. Um, let me kick it over to you guys. One of you, does I do either of you have bets on this game to start with? Because I this is this is a tough one to handicap here. I have many a bet on this game and considering <laughs> I'm the only one who has really a lot of bets remaining I'm gonna let Drew talk first what he feels like is gonna happen okay. in LA versus Tampa Bay because Drew I really thought the way you were talking about it last week and earlier in this week I thought you were gonna take Tampa Bay and be on them really hard for one of your sides here I did too Tony Squares and 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 one thing the sharp is always constantly working on is humility and uh <laughs> to know when I might be wrong and self-scout after yeah after looking at that injury report as Dangles kind of reference for the uh the Bucks. It's bad. Man, it's I mean, bad. it's 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 interesting. And this game, on one hand, this game reminds me a lot of last week's game, San Francisco versus Dallas, yep. where the road team clearly has momentum. The home team's kind of wavering. And San Francisco went in there, clearly was the better team for 60 minutes, ended up holding on. On the other hand, I think at TB12, I think of the times I fade him last playoffs that did not go well for me. Yep. I think of him the 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 Bucks home record uh since he's been there and also let's just be honest it's Tom Brady versus Matt Stafford at the end of the day here yeah I know there are two teams but it's TB12 versus Matt Stafford so this has caused me to completely pass this game wow a hundred percent swing actually 100 take i'm in the batter's box i see a hanging curveball <laughs> i want to swing i probably can lift it over the left center field fence if i make good contact but the odds of me popping up to the catcher is way too high i'm gonna pass depending on how the teaser draft goes with dangles later i might have a might have a teaser leg in this but again um i'm interested to see what the square says about this this is by far i think the hardest game to handicap and the best line i think yeah. it's priced perfectly yeah i have nothing nothing to wager on this I, game. I got to pass on this game too before you go, Tony Squares. I agree with everything Drew said. I think, you know, especially with Tristan Wirfs potentially being out there, the Rams blitz a ton. They blitz a whole lot. Raheem Morris loves to dial up blitz combinations, and I think they're going to be doing that, especially if they're missing part of that offensive line. It's just, it's so, and, and then I can't, it's really hard for me to go and actively bet against Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Oh. I just, it's so hard. It's so hard. I did it last, that. I did it last playoffs. It didn't work for me. I know, well. and I just, but, but it's also really, <laughs> really hard to to sit there and go you know are the bucks really that much better than the rams and i'm really concerned no. about those injuries so i'm gonna take a pass on this one as well tony squares you said you have a cornucopia of bets a plethora bevy of bets what have you got here <laughs> Great job, Dangles. Look at all those vocabulary words. Well, Drew, to go further with your baseball analogy, the way you've been betting the past few weeks— <laughs> the, the way the way you've been betting the past few weeks, Drew, you pretty much are standing at that batter's box with a three zero count. You have the the count is in your favor. You're allowed to take that swing. I've been up and down. I might have a couple of strikes on me, but even if I had a three zero count, looking at this pitch of Tampa Bay versus the L.A. Rams, I'm taking the advice of Mel Gibson's dead wife and signs when I say swing away, Merrill, swing away. <laughs> I am taking a big home run swing at this game. And let me start off by saying. Throughout the season, the Rams have done many things well, but they've done one thing exceptionally well. That defense has been able to take the ball away and force 
turnovers. With that being said, I understand he's the GOAT. I understand he's one of the greatest. I also understand he has 12 interceptions on the year. And I do believe Tom Brady is right because that offensive line is going to be under pressure because he was sacked four times last week by the Philadelphia Eagles after Tristan Wirfs went out. Because this Rams team with Von Miller added to it have been getting pressure on the quarterback consistently for the past few weeks. I believe Tom Brady is prone to throw an interception. I bet Jimmy G to throw an interception last week it hit. My player prop this week is Tom Brady over interceptions 0.5 at minus 105. That's my first bet for this LA Rams Tampa Bay game. My second bet for this LA Rams Tampa Bay game is I don't think points are going to be at a premium in this game. That uh, Tampa Bay defense has been playing very, very well. They're extremely fast still. Those middle linebackers are so damn good in coverage. Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup in the middle of the field, they're not going to have the same uh, 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 ease to get the stuff done that they want to do. I believe that this game is going to be a much closer game than people think, much more low scoring, much tougher to get the ball down the field. I also think it's going to be a lot of ball control in this game. Tampa Bay needs to run the ball Mm. more, as does the L.A. Rams. I'm taking L.A. and Tampa Bay combined under 48.5 for my total. My third bet on this game. Wow. Wow. Since we started this show six years ago, we started it when the Los Angeles Rams came to town. We dedicated ourselves to be an L.A. Rams podcast to try and get the fandom here in L.A. up. Obviously, that didn't work because nobody cares about football in L.A. (laughs) But us three talking on the microphones right now. I still believe. Listen, Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And that's what Matthew Stafford has to go and do this weekend. He is going into that game, and he is going to cover L.A. Rams plus three. Listen, Todd Bowles, a defensive coordinator for Tampa Bay, should be a head coach in this next coaching slate. He should get another chance. His defense has always been amazing no matter where he's been. But in the Philadelphia Eagles wildcard game, he blitzed Jalen Hurts 55% of the snaps. Matt Stafford, when blitzed in the Arizona game, went 12 for 17 for 202 yards and two touchdowns. On the season, when Matthew Stafford has faced a blitz, he has thrown 14 touchdowns and just one interception. If Todd Bowles wants to send Antoine Winfield and the other people in the defensive backfield after the quarterback, Matthew Stafford will find the weapons to make big plays. I believe the Rams come out. I believe they're live to win this game. I love the Los Angeles Rams in this game. This is my backup, the Brinkstruck bet of the week week ram it baby los angeles rams plus three and those are all the bets you need to make money this weekend before we even get to the game of the week i'm pumped about this game squares i gotta admit pretty sharp handicap on the total there i I looked at that i do think you're right you're you're onto something with i think both these teams can sustain long yes drives yes long drives and i do think that for once maybe just maybe McVeigh and Mr. Bruce Arians might find value, I don't know, of three points when they're on the 13-yard line <laughs> and stuck with fourth and eight. Who knows? Who knows? They might kick a field goal in the red zone if they get stopped. Don't tell Staley. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think, I do think, I like the handicap. Um, I definitely kind of glanced at that. But once again, I mean, holy hell, guys. I mean, what a matchup here. And uh, I am at the point in my life where I now – understand as I'm in my mid thirties a little bit of the just, it's just a pleasure to watch Tom Brady still. It's yes, amazing. Absolutely. It's 2021 and he's still playing quarterback at an elite <laughs> level. It's just amazing. So I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this game. Probably won't have much gambles on it, but squares, 
I can sign off and, on the And job. Brady gets to go in this game with the Rams down two safeties and starting Eric Weddle. Who, by the way, scared Eric Weddle? Listen, listen, Eric Weddle scared the shit out of me in that game against the Cardinals. There was a lot of miscommunications in the defensive backfield. Arizona sucks, so they couldn't take advantage of it. Tom yeah. Brady can. They should have Taylor Rapp back, though, to replace Eric Weddle and spell him out coming back from injury. So hopefully that works itself out. Yeah, I will pet. also say, Drew, uh, Tom Brady still playing at elite level, but what has been Tom Brady's Achilles heel for the consistency of his career? It's when that four-man rush and only that four-man rush can get home and when he doesn't have the offensive weapons to make people count. Listen, Gronkowski's still great. Mike Evans is awesome, but the rest of that team, you saw them. They're dropping balls. They're running the yeah. wrong routes. They're not sharp out there. You need to be sharp against this Rams team who will take the ball away. I love the Rams plus three, but we've talked enough about the Rams in Tampa Bay. We have to save time for the best goddamn game of the week. Dangles, what's what's left? What's last here? If every single other playoff game from here on out stinks to high heaven, then please just let this one be great. For the love of God, I just want this game to be great. The Buffalo Bills are two-and-a-half-point underdogs heading to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you're just pay honestly to me, it's two-and-a-half points. That's the Arrowhead price right there. This game is a pick em on a neutral field. This game is a pick em even on the home field for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think total in this game is 54 points. The Bills are my Super Bowl champion when we made our preseason predictions yep. for who is going to win this year. My Super Bowl prediction is still alive, Packers-Bills. My NFC Championship, Packers-Bucks, is still alive. My AFC Championship was this game right here. Chiefs-Bills didn't shake out that way, unfortunately. But I am God, I've got to ride. i got to ride with the Buffalo and Bills and keep circling the wagon here. I am riding with Josh Allen, wow. jumping on two and a half points here. Let me get it out of the way quickly. That is my other side this week. The Buffalo Bills plus two and a half points. I, I, the, I guess the question is, I think the question you have to answer for yourself is, do you believe that last week was the best you're going to get out of the Bills? Like best case scenario is that peak Bills. I don't know that it is. I think they can be better. I think they can they can get into a shootout, and I think they can run with that because that's what Kansas City likes to do, right? Uh, they like they like to they like to lure you into a shootout and then beat you at it. The Bills are built to play with uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs in that respect. They can go punch for punch with this team. I think they're going to cover that spread. I have them as my side, and I'm also taking a total in this game, gentlemen. I have the Bills Chiefs first quarter over 10 points. The Chiefs have the top-scoring first-quarter offense in the NFL, 7.2 points on the season. Over their last five games, the Bills, all wins, by the way, have outscored opponents 45-2. to two in the <laughs> wow. first quarter the Chiefs as I the Chiefs like I said they you know they love to play the shootout game the Bills are beat to 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 play that I think it's going to be a shootout from start to finish I think both of these teams want to come out and throw haymakers and show the other they're going to want to put on a show right these are two of the best quarterbacks in the league maybe the two best quarterbacks in the league best two young quarterbacks for sure they're going to want to come out and put on a show I see this game getting off to a fast start early on so two bets for this game the Bills covering two and a half points and the first quarter over 10 points. That's awesome, Dangles. And that ends out your slate. Schaefer the Sharp's the only one with a gamble left. But before he goes, I'm going to say my piece because I did not make a bet on this game. It's a full stay away from me because not because I don't, I don't like these two teams, it's because I like them both too much. I could see a scenario where any bet you take hits in this game or does not hit. Very excited to watch it. I will say, 
Kansas City in their first matchup against the Bills had four turnovers in that game. I don't think that is replicated. I do think both of these teams show up to play. Very excited to watch it. I couldn't bet against Josh Allen, and I couldn't bet against Pat Mahomes. Shay for the Sharp, you have a total left, my man. What are you going for this game, and how do you feel it, it uh, works itself out here? Well, I text you guys in our thread. I mean, I, you know, we don't, we'd have to go back in the annals of history to find a better divisional <laughs> matchup than this matchup. I mean, what a matchup. We'd have to go deep in the rectum. Deep in the rectum of NFL uh, films and just reach out something. Um, but I, I, I digress. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch this football game. I cannot wait. As a fan, as a better, um, I just, this is literally, you know, Rodgers is the rifle MVP, Brady the GOAT, the rifle GOAT. Take those two away. I think these two quarterbacks obviously are the future and the present of the NFL. I mean, truly. Um, and it's just going to be a pleasure to watch in Arrowhead on Sunday night. Now, there has been three totals that have closed over 54 in a divisional round the last 20 years. Wow. And those, those results have been 39 points, 44 points, 41 points. None of them have even came within 10 points wow. of covering. Great All stat. to the under. I look at this game, and did, did another interesting stat, this is the fourth time that these two teams have played in 15 months. They played last October with the Chiefs winning 26-17, obviously last AFC Championship last January. The Chiefs were victorious 38-24, and the Bills routed the Chiefs this year in Week 4, 38-20. That's a lot of points between those two teams. So yeah. I, was I was really trying to get to the under, and I couldn't get there because obviously you got Mahomes, you have um, J.A., Number one draft pick for the WCG Invitational for our team. I couldn't get there. I did some more digging. The last three games. <laughs> more digging into the that annals. The correct. More digging into the annals. The last three games. What do you the imagine Chiefs, the stuff the Chiefs, percentage is once you get down that? Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> the, la the last three games the Chiefs have played against teams not named the Steelers, they've given up. 28.3 points a game. Wow. Since the Wingate game in Buffalo where Mac Jones threw exactly two passes and the Bills lost, the Bills have Three, but that's scored okay. 27 tw thank you. The Bills have scored over 27 or more points six times and scored less than 27 points zero times. Wow. So, my total and my backup the Brinks truck baby on a total. I'm going circle the wagons team total Buffalo Bills over 26 and a half points. I think they get to 27. I might have something to say about them in the money line parlay or the Chiefs. We don't know yet. This is going to be a <laughs> hell of a game. I don't want to touch the spread. Give me the Buffalo Bills team total over 26 and a half, and you can back up the mother effing Brinks truck. Okay, to recap our bets before we get to the money line par uh, money line parlay and teaser challenge. Sir Daniel Antonio, one and five in wild card weekend, hoping to turn it around. He has Tennessee minus three and a half and Buffalo plus two and a half as his two sides. His total is the Kansas City Buffalo first quarter over ten points. And finally he has Kittle to score an anytime touchdown of plus one seventy five. Myself, four and one wild card weekend. I have San Fran plus one and a half in the first quarter. Also, if San Fran wins, I can I have to stop calling them 
him San Fran for the continuation of San Fran. I also have the Los Angeles Rams <laughs> plus three as my backup, the Brinks truck bet, the LA Rams, Tampa Bay under 48 and a half, and Tom Brady to throw an interception at minus 105. And finally, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookston, five and one in wildcard weekend. Tennessee is his first side, minus three and a half. San Fran plus six is his second side. Buffalo, team total over 26 and a half is his backup, the Brinks truck special. And then finally, that goddamn Julio Jones over receiving yards, 42 and a half. Julio. Wow. I am even more excited for divisional round weekend. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But now let's do the Moneyline Challenge. This is where each of us pick two teams to win on the Moneyline. You have to tie it together to be plus money. Dangles, you missed yours last week. Schaefer the Sharp hit is he has 200 and something. I don't care. And I have uh, 100 and something. I don't care. I'm, go- I'm coming back for you, Schaefer the Sharp. Not even calling Good. out the scores because of my Moneyline bet this week. It's going to be plus 265. I'm playing catch up on your ass. Obviously, my first one is the plus 130 Los Angeles Rams. I am backing up everything I got into the Rams this week. I'm either living or dying on this Rams game. L.A. Rams money line is my first leg. The second leg, I didn't take Tennessee minus three and a half. I do believe they win that game. Tie them together, Tennessee and L.A. Rams. That's plus 265 money line parlay. Before we go to the leader, Dangles, you're at zero. What do you have for this week? I got to play a little catch-up ball myself, and I'm also living and dying with the Buffalo Bills at plus 115. Wow. I think they win that game. I'm tying that together with your Packers, Tony. I also think they win that game. I got the Packers money line at uh, minus 265. Put that together, you got plus 258 for the Packers and Bills money line parlay. That's that's a high that's a high number. I did not think it was plus 258. Shea for the Sharp, what is your money line parlay I'm sorry Tony I totally botched it it's plus 196 yep uh, I thought so I was gonna make that bet right now guys I love both of your parlays so I am gonna take my favorite ingredient from Tony Squares and I'm taking my favorite (laughs) ingredient from Mr. Dangles and I'm gonna pair them together and marry them to a hybrid money line parlay hit one last week I'm feeling good my first leg the Titans very confident in that one I do think they get it done and of course I think in the battle of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and the Bills and the Chiefs, I think this is the Bills' time. Our buddy Bo Rock, uh, those beautiful people of Orchard Lake and Buffalo, they deserve this. They're going to get one on Sunday night and move on to the AFC Championship game to play those Titans. This is an AFC Divisional Moneyline Special. The Titans and the Bills Moneyline plus 2-4-1. Okie dokie. That's a lot of bets, boys, but we have one more to make. It is time for the teaser challenge. We play this like we play our regular season game, Gravestones, where one host picks one leg of his teaser, then the other host picks. They cannot choose the same leg. You got to hit two legs of this. Now, a teaser, again, to explain to those new to gambling, is when you take six points and add them to the line in your favor. For instance, I took the LA Rams plus three. If I was to put them in a teaser, it would be LA Rams plus nine. You have to hit both legs in order to hit your bet. Schaefer the Sharp, you were the better gambler last week. You also hit your teaser last week. You get to choose the first leg of the teaser challenge for the divisional round. Well, just like that last week, Dangles with the first pick. I got a cherry pick here. There's only one obvious leg, of course. I think the Bills are going to win. Yeah. I got to tease them up through seven and through the three and the seven. Let's get the Bills up to plus eight and a half. That's just the value of being number one, pal. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. It's what you get when you go first. You're absolutely right. It's the smart pick. You get those key numbers. I'm with you there. Uh, that means my first pick, I think, is going to be teasing the Packers down to a pick'em against the 49ers. So I got the Packers at a pick'em 
as my first pick. Dangles, I got to say, I love your pick of the Packers, but I hate the strategy. You had to know that Drew was never in his life going to pick the Green Bay Packers as one of his teaser legs. You could have saved that for your last one, but I digress. I don't know that. I don't know that. That's not true. That's not true because, Tony, did I not say this might be the obvious middle opportunity of a lifetime taking plus six? Teasing the Packers down to pick them, but like I said, hedging is for fucking I think if I gardeners. leave that wide, I think if I leave that wide open and go a completely different direction, um, I, I think that's I, I would jump right on that if I were him because I like the Packers to win that game. I, I think the, I would the Niners and, cover, but I, I think they keep it close. But I think the Packers win straight up. You can go to bed tonight, Dangles, knowing that I would have thought hard <laughs> and long about taking the Packers, but I ultimately wouldn't have taken him. So that's fine. Well, um, my second, my I'm second, happy leg, to ride with them. Uh, I am going to uh, begrudgingly back my friend Tony Squares, but get a little insurance on the Rams here. I will tease them up two plus nine. I do think the game script calls for a lower scoring game, getting nine points on a projected low total. Um, I don't think either of these teams really have capable capabilities of really getting a lot of margin. I think the Bucks, especially don't have the offensive firepower with offensive line injury issues and obviously depleted uh, wide receiver core. And who the hell knows who's going to play running back for him, if anybody. So for my second divisional teaser challenge, or my second week in the teaser challenge, divisional round, Bills plus eight and a half, Rams plus nine. Dangles, you got the Green Bay out of pick them. What's the second leg of your teaser? Last week, I think the Cincinnati Bengals had their Super Bowl, right? They got the, mm-hmm. they got the monk playoff monkey off of their back, and that's all well and good. And, and they did it, and there's a lot of promise on that team, and Zach Taylor can keep his job for a couple of more years, and Joe Burrow is absolutely the future, and, and that team's probably just going to continue to get better if they keep on this track. I don't think they beat the Tennessee Titans this weekend, but I do like teasing them up to 9.5 points because uh, I do think they are going to keep this close. I think this game is a touchdown or less. And I'm going to give them the space to do that. I don't think the Titans ultimately blow them out because we know they can go punch for punch with anybody in the league offensively. And I do think they'll hang close. So give me the uh, Bengals plus nine and a half is my second leg. And that wraps us up for the divisional weekend of the NFL. Bengals, Titans, Niners, Packers, Rams, Bucks, and Bills, Chiefs. Oh, doctor. It's going to be a good week. But for Tony Cavallo, for Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, for Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson, we are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and the only gambling show that makes you money. And that is it for us, folks. Now it's time to watch some football. And as always, thank you for listening. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 